Normally, I am not a fan of lawsuits. However, I am a fan of my Pelicans dominating the number one team in the Western Conference last night on the road. I just feel like some lawsuits are frivolous. They're get-rich-quick schemes, cash grabs for people who might not want to work. Remember back in the 80s or 90s when someone sued McDonald's because they spilled coffee on themselves? You guys remember that? I deserve millions! The teenager working the drive through window failed to notify me that the coffee I was being served was hot. What's next? Am I going to sue my pool contractor because he failed to inform me that the water in my pool was indeed wet? While I'm at it, I should also sue Dish Network. They failed to inform me that my surround sound system that they installed would make the volume on my TV exponentially higher. Next, we'll have woke welfare collectors suing the post office because they got a paper cut opening their woke welfare check. The reason I hate some of these lawsuits, they make life more difficult for everyone else. As a result of their lawsuit in the 90s, McDonald's, they had to start printing warning labels on their cups. The contents inside of this drinking device may be hot. That being said, there are some lawsuits that I fully support. The young woman who is suing Vince McMahon right now in the WWE, I fully support that lawsuit. If the trauma that she went through turns out to be true, she deserves millions of dollars. Yesterday, there was another lawsuit filed. Not only do I fully support it, I hope the eventual outcome of this lawsuit results in bankruptcy. I hope, I hope this family sues Deadspin out of existence. I will always support freedom of speech, but Freedom of speech comes with a certain level of responsibility. Last November, Deadspin showed a complete lack of responsibility when they negatively impacted the life of a nine-year-old child. I'm sure most of you guys remember this story. There was a young man attending an NFL game. I think the Chiefs were playing the Raiders in Las Vegas. This kid came to the game dressed as a Native American. Full headdress. He had the black and red face paint. He was basically dressing as a mascot for his favorite NFL team, the Kansas City Guardians. It was harmless. Karen Phillips wrote an article for Deadspin where he accused this child of mythical racism. The thumbnail of the article was deceiving intentionally because he only showed the one side of the child's face that was painted black. Karen accused this kid of wearing blackface. In the very first paragraph of this garbage, Karen Phillips hit this kid with a dual violation of the woke commandments. This kid hates both black people and he hates Native Americans. As you can see, Karen is also guilty of mythical racism here. According to their own standards, you're not allowed to use the term Native Americans anymore. The city of Cleveland, they have adopted a new name, the Guardians. Or if you're unfortunate enough to be a resident of Washington, D.C., the Commanders. Oddly enough, the Commanders, they were involved in their own mythical racism scandal this week. They had the audacity to hire Cliff Kingsbury as their new offensive coordinator. According to Deacon Stephen A. Smith, the hiring of Cliff Kingsbury is another display of the blatant white privilege that is prevalent throughout the National Football League. Karen Phillips and Deadspin, they published this article on November 27th. 
the day set aside to celebrate my day of birth. Immediately after the article was published, Karen Phillips and Deadspin, they were destroyed by normal people and conservative media. This article was the very definition of propaganda. My boy Bobby Burek over at OutKick, he sent Karen the actual picture showing the kid fully dressed with red and black face paint. Journalists with integrity, they would have recognized their mistake and issued an immediate retraction. Now, of course, media outlets with integrity, they would never employ a grown man named Karen. How did Karen respond to Bobby Burak? Did he thank him for keeping him honest? Did he appreciate someone keeping him in check to make sure he was publishing factual information? Did he issue an apology to this kid and his family who, if I remember correctly, they ended up receiving threatening messages on social media. Did Deadspin do any of that? No, no, and no. Instead, Karen claimed that red and black face paint was just as offensive as black face paint. Okay. He also accused Bobby Burak of hating Mexicans. Um, what? Come again? What the hell does Mexico have to do with this? I like Mexico. It's a beautiful country. They make great food. But I'm struggling to understand the logic here. Of course, if I applied my woke hat, this would make perfect sense. According to the Guide of Shit Fuckery, accusing someone of mythical racism is always the first line of defense when you have been exposed as a fraud. There is a huge difference, I mean a huge difference, between real racism and mythical racism. I don't need to define real racism for you. I'm pretty sure we all have a clear understanding of it. Mythical racism, though. It is a media-created fabrication designed to victimize and exploit minority communities in an attempt to further the media narrative. Case in point, this absolute garbage that was published by Karen Phillips and Deadspin. For editors and executives at Deadspin, there was a simple solution to this problem. Obviously, they couldn't fire their doofus writer. If they did that, they would be accused of mythical racism themselves. But all they had to do was issue a correction. I'm normally not big on public apologies, but this is one of those rare cases where a public apology was needed. All they had to do was issue a statement. Hey, you know, we really fucked up here. We have some doofus named Karen working for us who aspires to be the male Lizzo. While Karen is full of body positivity, he has a complete lack of journalistic integrity. We are taking this situation seriously. We have sent Karen to diversity training as well as body positivity camp. We apologize to this young man and his family for our complete lack lack of professionalism and integrity. That's all that was needed. Would a simple apology have solved the problem for this young man and his family? No, the damage had already been done. But legally speaking, and I'm not a lawyer, so I could be way off base here, but legally speaking, I would imagine that an apology and a retraction might prevent you from getting involved in a lawsuit. Instead of dead spent apologizing and correcting the article, they kept the article live on their site. It remained on the site for so long, the polish eventually faded off the turd. Not only did the article remain live, Deadspin, they decided to double down. Three days later, Deadspin added an update to the article. They reached out to the Santa Inez Band of Chumash Indians. 
I apologize if I am mispronouncing it, but you guys know how I struggle with name pronunciation. Hell, for the last three years, I have been calling our fearless leader, John Biden. According to Deadspin, though, this particular tribe, they don't support the use of headdresses. (laughs) Well, I guess case closed. Deadspin's off the hook here, except for the fact that this has absolutely nothing to do with why they are being sued. Several days later, Deadspin updated the story again. Unfortunately for their soon-to-be-empty bank account, they failed to mention in this update that this child was wearing red face paint as well as black face paint. They also failed to mention that the photo they used was intentionally deceptive and was only used so Karen Phillips could further his own twisted narrative. More importantly... This update failed to mention that the kid Karen accused of not liking Native Americans happens to be a Native American himself. But you know, why let those pesky facts get in the way of pushing your own agenda? Finally, finally, after about two weeks had passed, Deadspin fully corrected this polished turd. But this was not an act of contrition. Deadspin didn't look through their purse and stumble across their ethics buried deep in the bottom of it. The only reason Deadspin fully corrected this article was because the kid's parents threatened them with legal action. Believe it or not, Deadspin used to be a legitimate website. I remember five, six, maybe seven years ago, they published a fantastic report on RJ Bell and pregame.com and other so-called betting experts, sports betting experts. You know the experts I'm talking about, the frauds that sell losing picks to vulnerable dumbasses who are naive enough to buy them. Take it from a guy who spent years working in a sports book. In the business of sports gambling, there's only one winner, the book. You have no chance of winning. But anyway, This report years ago from Deadspin, it probably took them months to investigate it. It was excellent journalism, but those days are long gone. Deadspin has turned into a media site that is obsessed with victimization and racism. And Karen Phillips is the lead propagandist. Don't take my word for it. Go check out his archives yourselves. Look at the articles published by Karen Phillips for Deadspin. I'd be willing to bet over half are fake stories and fairy tales. There's nothing journalistic about it. Yesterday, Clay Travis predicted that this lawsuit would bankrupt Deadspin. Now, he would know better than I would. Clay Travis used to be a lawyer. There is precedence for this, though. Do you guys remember Gawker? Gawker was a massively popular website that focused, I think, on pop culture. I don't remember all the details, but they came across a tape of Hulk Hogan where he is performing nude calisthenics with his former best friend's wife, now ex-wife. If I remember correctly, I think the tape also showed Hulk Hogan using racial slurs. The Hulkster ends up suing Gawker for hundreds of millions of dollars, and he won, proving that even in his advanced age, Hulkamania still has the ability to run wild on you, brother. (laughs) Like I said in the beginning, though, rarely do I support lawsuits, especially when it pertains to freedom of speech or just about anything else, but I hope Clay Travis is right. I hope this family sues Deadspin into oblivion. This was absolutely disgusting by Karen Phillips. You want to make up stories about a grown man? Fine, fine. I don't agree with it, but a grown man can defend himself. A grown man has the ability to prove that you're a fraud. But a child? 
A kid? A child is defenseless. This kid's not even old enough to create an account on social media. We cover a lot of people in the media that I don't agree with here on the channel. Joy Reid, The View, Tiffany Cross, damn near everyone working at MSNBC, CNN, or ESPN. I don't, I don't think I have ever wanted any of them to be fired. They present stories from a different perspective. Myself and others refute them. That's fine. That's fine. That's how it's supposed to work. But there was absolutely nothing journalistic about what Karen Phillips and Deadspin did to this kid. This dude has no business calling himself a journalist. But give me your thoughts on this. The family of this young man sues Deadspin. I want them to do what's best for them, but... I really hope they don't take a settlement here. I want this family to get everything they deserve. But more importantly, I want Deadspin to get what they deserve. I don't know their financials, and I am definitely not familiar with how lawsuits work, but could this lawsuit bankrupt Deadspin? All my lawyers out there. I actually had one of you guys reach out to me last week. Can't remember if I replied to your email. If I didn't, I apologize. But all my lawyers out there, let us know. Could this bankrupt dead spin? Sound off in the comments below. Like, subscribe, share the video. I appreciate your support. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys later.